Drive Time 91.3 Always on the cutting edge First of the Cape Drive Time, welcome back to the show. 0829-913-913, that's the WhatsApp line. The inoculation campaign against COVID-19 in the besieged Gaza Strip kicked off after the arrival of vaccines donated by Russia and the United Arab Emirates. Gaza has been under a blockade since Hamas took control of the area some 14 years ago, uh, but the number of vaccines received is a very small fraction of what is needed. We chat on now online to Khalil Bacha, BDS activist in Palestine. Khalil, welcome to the show. Welcome, friend. Right, um, we believe 22,000 doses of um, the Russian Sputnik vaccine arrived in Gaza. So, how has that been going? Um, okay, first of all, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to your wonderful uh, show. Um, first of all, uh, let us uh, take a moment to remember what the Israeli Prime Minister uh, Benjamin Netanyahu uh, declared once that Israel, and I'm quoting, the nation state of the Jewish people and the, uh, the Jewish people alone, unquote. So by uh, remembering this, we will uh, uh, know that Israel um, will not uh, do any good to the Palestinian people, especially in Gaza. Uh, since it has been disconnected uh, with the uh, uh, other part of uh, Palestine. Now, for the uh, vaccines in Gaza, um, as you have mentioned, my friend, Gaza has been under um, a lethal blockade uh, since more than 14 years since Hamas was democratically elected back in 2006. Since then, Israel has ceased to, uh, to allow any medical equipment to uh, enter Gaza. So before the coronavirus, the Gazan people were uh, dying um, to the stage that many international organizations um, and BDS activists said that what is happening in Gaza is a slow-motion genocide, um, uh, worse than what, what happened in South Africa. That's just an introduction. Now for the, the vaccines, Gaza's population is more than 2 million, um, and the shipment uh, that uh, was allowed into Gaza, Gaza, it only contained 2,000 doses, which is enough to inculate 1,000 people um, with the required two jabs. Let's remember that Gaza um, has uh, more than um, 54,000 cases of coronavirus and more than um, uh, 550 dead uh, cases. Um, this small batch will be allocated to the most vulnerable people um, who have uh, had organ transplants um, and who are very vulnerable with cancer um, and kidney failure. But also, let's remember that the number of uh, these people um, is in thousands. So we have thousands of cancer patients, cancer, uh, thousands of people who need blood and uh, transplant operations. Thousands, if not um, more than that are vulnerable and need an immediate uh, inflammation uh, from the virus. So the, we are talking about just 1,000. So whom are we going to inculate? This is nothing. 1,000 is just like uh, it's a coffin. It's uh, the, the loss in the coffin. We are talking about more than 2 million people, most of whom 
are vulnerable, no clear water, and uh, most of whom are suffering from different diseases, cancer, kidney, and uh, the last uh, coronavirus. Now, with the coronavirus, their health has no immunity, and uh, also Israel, after coronavirus, it ceased and uh, got uh, to impose more uh, and more vulnerable and uh, worsening measures on Gaza and the Gazan people. And I know my relatives and friends have not been allowed to go to the West Bank and other uh, parts of Palestine in order to get their medicine, uh, medicine which is uh, one of the basic rights that everybody in the world enjoys. Now, right, yeah. So, so in other words, God, friend, yes. Why, while Israel, while Israel is vaccinating all citizens uh, of Israel over the age of 60 in one of the world's most successful rollouts in Israel, the country of Israel um, uh, will not allow the Palestinian people, which live in the same in the same country, to take their inclination and vaccines. Yeah, that's I mean that story is international. Everybody knows that. Um, but it looks as if uh, Gaza needs 3.8 million doses, 3.8 million doses of vaccinations before you have successfully vaccinated the population of Gaza. And I'm not even starting to talk about the West Bank um, and uh, uh, other, other areas. So still a very, very, very long way to go. And yes, of course, but before that, if you uh, really want to be accountable and to, to do good to the Palestinian people, which is uh, a duty because you are occupying us, Israel is occupying us, and it's uh, obligatory in Israel to, uh, to give us medicine. Yes, but under international under law, yes. The, yeah, under the international And our resistance is like our partners and comrades in South Africa. Let's also remember that if Israel really wants to uh, comply with the international law, it will allow us to take medicine. It's not only about coronavirus. So um, we are talking about uh, uh, giving uh, the vaccines to people and letting them buy from other uh, causes and reasons. No, we want them to immediately open the, uh, the crossing and in the seas because we want at least medicine for the corona, for the cancer, and the epithelia, and other patients. We want to get our medicine. That's the first thing. Before talking about, yes, we want to get the, the, the corona medicine. Now, you know, these, these are um, enormous numbers of people who are dying with the coronavirus, but there's nothing to people dying from other diseases. So we have to look um, comprehensively at the case of Gaza, especially, because the uh, the uh, Israeli media and the Western media are just focusing that Israel allowed the, uh, the coronavirus vaccines and, and shipments to enter Gaza. But this is nothing new. We are talking about 1,000 people in more than 2 million, 2 million mm-hmm. people in Gaza. This is nothing. Absolutely. Khalil Bacha, BDS activist, talking to us live from Gaza. Thanks for chatting to us, and let's hope that the world does wake up and that the people of Gaza get those 3.8 million doses that are so badly needed. Thanks for chatting to us. Thank you, my friend. Drive time 91.3. Always on the cutting edge.